السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم ماشاءاللہ وات اے بیوٹیفل سنڈے مارننگ اینڈ ونس اگین دا پروگرام نیگوشیٹنگ پاتھ ویز ٹوورڈز اے سکسیسفل میریج الحمدللہ ود مائی سیلف راجی دواجی اینڈ اف کورس اور انربل شیخ شیخ ابراہیم گیبریلز ہو از دی امام اف پورٹلس مسجد ان مسجد الرابی ماشاءاللہ اینڈ نوٹ فرگیٹنگ اور ٹیکنیشین ڈوئنگ ڈیوٹی دیٹ از فالدی فندللی اینڈ لوک ان دی ویدر ٹوڈے الحمدللہ شیخ Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum assalam wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah. I was just looking at the weather, Sheikh, because uh, the, according to the uh, weather bureau, it's 18 degrees. MashaAllah. And tomorrow, inshallah, will be 18, and we're expecting rain on Tuesday, inshallah. MashaAllah. If Allah's wills. MashaAllah. MashaAllah. Alhamdulillah. Yes, once again, Sheikh, what a beautiful Sunday morning. We are looking forward for another beautiful program, inshallah. Amen. And of course, uh, as usual, as we start with the Dikar Atkar, inshallah. MashaAllah. And then from inshallah. 12 o'clock, we will be... Uh, We're not going to open the lines, inshallah. Yes. Yeah. And inshallah, so uh, without further ado, I hand it over to Sheikh, inshallah. Shukran, Mirazi. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, wa salatu wa salamu ala asrafil mursaleen, Sayyidina wa Habibina Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Rabbi shrah li sadri wa yassir li amri wahlul uqadatan min lisan yafqa qawli, Allahumma la takinni ila nafsi tarfata aynin, wa la aqalla min thalik. My beloved mothers and fathers and beloved sisters and brothers and beloved and honorable youth and children and dear listeners of the voice of the Cape, I greet you with the universal greetings of love and peace and mercy and honor and respect. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. It is indeed a great honor again for me to be in your homes, in your rooms, in your kitchens, in your motor vehicles, wherever you are here in Cape Town, outside Cape Town, wherever you are in the world. Uh, just remember you are close to our hearts and you are close to the airwaves of the voice of the Cape, Alhamdulillah. And so we say uh, again, daiman wa abadan always, nashhadu an la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika la. We bear testimony and we announce the world that we as Muslims, we bear testimony that no one has got the right to be worshipped except Allah alone. And we also bear testimony that our beloved Nabi Muhammad, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is the final and the greatest messenger of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. The one that said, أَوْلَى النَّاسِ بِيَا يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ أَكْثَرُهُمْ عَلَيَّ الصَّلَاةً The people closest to me on the day of Qiyamah and the people first in line, first in line to receive the shafa'ah of Rasulullah, the intercession of Rasulullah, the fuhprat from Rasulullah in order to enter the Jannah, is daar die mense wat die meeste salawat gebring het op die Nabi Muhammad Those people who were the most consistent on a daily basis putting salawat and the most beloved of Allah and the most beloved of all Muslimin, our beloved Nabi Muhammad So let us take heed and let us take note and serious the words of the Nabi Muhammad I just quickly want to remind your honorable selves That imagine Allah says in the Holy Quran, Inna Allah wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala nabi. Indeed Allah puts continuously salawat on Rasulullah And Allah's billions and billions and billions of malaika. Ya iwaladina amanu. Oh, oh you believe, you also take the honor and the privilege to put salah and salam and the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam so once again my dear mothers and fathers sisters and brothers let us all uh, say together uh, salawat on the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam immediately the 
the mercy of Allah will descend here in Cape Town or wherever you are, inshallah. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin al-Nabi al-Ummi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallim Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin al-Nabi al-Ummi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallim Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin al-Nabi al-Ummi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallim MashaAllah, MashaAllah My dear mothers and fathers See that we are busy with the salawat we're going to ask yourself again in Buddha to join us in another special way that we, the people of Cape Town, put salawat and our beloved Nabi Muhammad Wasallam. So please join me, inshallah, with love and with passion. Ya Allah, Ya Allah, Ya Rahim Al-Mu'mineen, sisters and brothers it is indeed an honor for us and a blessing from Allah that we have dedicated this part of our program every Sunday morning to the remembrance of Allah praising Allah and putting salawat on our beloved Nabi Muhammad Wasallam. and uh, Alhamdulillah the response uh, uh, that I've asked last week for example and before last week the challenge uh, to, to, to minimum say 500 times La ilaha illallah and 500 times Astaghfirullah is amazing, mashallah. And the reason why we are having uh, this pro- part of the program to dedicate to the dhikrullah so that we can respond positively and consciously to the invitation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Remember, I've said last week there are many invitations that Allah has given us. And one of the invitations that Allah has extended to us 
يا أيها الذين آمنوا اذكروا الله ذكرا كثيرا أو يبليف remember Allah and remember Allah in abundance وسبحوه بكرة وأصيلا and glorify Allah say uh, morning and early evening or day and night subhanallah 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 my dear ones just imagine for a moment one of the kings of this world offers you or invites you to make contact with him five times per day 20 times per day or he says to you you can phone me at any time remember me at any time allahu akbar and no one again will ever refuse such an offer but unfortunately we unfortunately we we don't respond properly to the invitation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so I'm coming back that is the reason why we have this program so that we can positively respond to the invitation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala I also also sincerely hope that we are still on the challenge of 500 times la ilaha illallah and 500 times astaghfirullah I must honestly tell your honorable selves that it helps me it helps me Alhamdulillah since last week I every time make sure that I do my 500 times La ilaha illallah and 500 times Astaghfirullah I don't go sleep at night unless I've done my 500 Alhamdulillah Allah Akbar and my dear ones believe me that we all need reminders Allah Akbar and we need again this reminder of what is the meaning of La ilaha illallah the meaning of La ilaha illallah is no one has got the right to be worshipped except Allah alone and we also need the reminder of the hadith of Rasulullah when the Nabi Muhammad says Man qala la ilaha illallah mukhlisan al-jannah whosoever says la ilaha illallah sincerely will definitely enter the jannah now a person uh, you will be allowed to ask but uh, uh, is it so simple to go to, to jannah just say sincerely la ilaha illallah and that is why the sahaba has, uh, have asked Ya Rasulullah, what is the meaning of saying La ilaha illallah sincerely? <laughs> Allahu Akbar. And so the Nabi Muhammad gave the, the answer and the best answer. The Nabi Muhammad said, to say La ilaha illallah sincerely means that La ilaha illallah by saying it every day, it has, it has got such an impact on your life, it will keep you away from all haram. You won't be disobedient to Allah. Allahu Akbar. Now we understand what is the meaning of the hadith? If you say it sincerely, you will enter the Jannah. Because the Jannah is prepared for those people who are obedient to Allah and who stayed away from haram. That is the power of La ilaha illallah. So imagine saying it 500 times with, with that feeling and with that mindset. Every time you say La ilaha illallah, you say to yourself, Ibrahim, uh, Raji, Ahmad, Khadija, Wasila. Uh, this la ilaha must keep you away from haram. Mm -hmm. It must keep you away from haram. Every time you say it, you say it with feeling. You just don't, uh, um, you just rattle it off. La ilaha illallah, la ilaha No, you say it with feeling, with passion. You are connected to Allah. You're saying it, Ya Allah, I'm saying la ilaha illallah because I want to stay away from all haram. I just want to obey you, Ya Allah. Mm -hmm. Because I love you, Allah. Ya Allah, I appreciate everything you have given me, Ya Allah. So, so, so let us say, inshallah, again on the radio, La ilaha illallah, with, with that feeling, and we train ourselves every time we say La ilaha illallah. Mm. I'm saying again, just imagine you say it 500 times every day, and with that feeling, Allahu Akbar, 
you will definitely go to Jannah. Amin, Amin, Ya Rabbal Alameen. So we're first going to start with the, the name Lafdul Jalala, the name of Allah, the name of Allah's, the, 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 of, of His Majesty, Allahu Akbar. And then we're going to say La ilaha illallah three times. And the fourth time we say Ma fi qalbi ghayr Allah. There's nothing in my heart, only Allah. Allah. Allah 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 Welcome back in the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage Alhamdulillah If you just join us in studio We have Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels And just before the commercial break We recited the Akkar La ilaha illallah There is only one Allah Ma fi qalbi khayrullah And there is none in my heart Except besides Allah Alhamdulillah, mashallah Dear listeners And then of course the other part of the challenge Besides the 500 times La ilaha illallah is to say every day 500 times Astaghfirullah, Astaghfirullah, Astaghfirullah. So my dear mothers and fathers and sisters and brothers and honorable hujjaj of this year, mm. don't forget this part of the challenge 500 times Astaghfirullah. And listen again with love and with faith and with appreciation to the words of our beloved Nabi Muhammad Alaihi Whosoever is consistent in asking Allah forgiveness, whosoever is attached to uh, asking Allah forgiveness every day of his life, Allah. Allah will make a way out for you out of all your difficulties 
and all your problems. Allahu Akbar. And that's why I've said, listen, it, listen to it with, with appreciation, with love and faith and iman. You must believe. Even the Nabi Muhammad said that Allah, with consistently asking Allah forgiveness every day, astaghfirullah, 100 times, 200 times, 500 times, 1,000 times, on a daily basis, then believe in it. Allah will remove all your difficulties. If you, for example, do it, and you say, Ya Allah, <coughs> I heard that your beloved Rasul wasalam, said that if I, I say, I, if I ask your forgiveness, Ya Allah, on a daily basis and consistently, Ya Allah, that you will remove my difficulties and my worries and my concerns, then you must believe in it. It, it is going to happen. Allahu Akbar. So, Honorable Khujaj, that's why I said the Khujaj also. Uh, it's, we are human, so we are worried about our children, we are worried about our family, or whatever worries and concerns we have, and, and even difficulties. Imagine, Honorable Khujaj, you are on Hajj, and you say uh, uh, day, daily 500 times, or you will have a lot of time, you can do it a thousand times, or even more. You can rest assured that Allah will look after all your worries and your concerns and remove all your difficulties and Allah will look after your children your business whatever you've left behind Allahu Akbar so uh, the Nabi Muhammad says and then وَرَزَقَهُ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَحْتَسِبِ Allah will give you rizq and sustenance جَيْسَلِبِتْ وَعَفْنَا كُمَتِيزِ beyond your imagination says Rasulullah mm. you must believe in it Wallahi it, it happened to so many people already but you mustn't have doubt you mustn't say, oh, I try. No, no, this, you don't need to try out. You, 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 can, you can believe and rest assured that it is going to happen because the words come from our beloved Nabi Muhammad. And Allah says in Quran in Surah Al-Najm, The Nabi Muhammad didn't speak out of his own mind. In huwa illa wahyun yuha. It is wahi, revelation from Allah, that Allah has inspired the Nabi Muhammad to say it Allah. So originally it comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So once again, uh, uh, my dear beloved ones, we're going to together ask Allah forgiveness inshallah. Allah forgiveness, Allah the Al-Azim, the Most High, At-Tawwab rahim The meaning of At-Tawwab is that Allah accepts the repentance of anybody. You can, can, you could have been the most evil person in the world. Allah is Tawwab. This is the way that Allah describes Himself. That Allah will never refuse the Tawbah, the repentance of anybody. And that is why the following dhikr is about Ya Tawwab. 
يا تواب تب علينا وارحمنا وانظر إلينا يا تواب تب علينا وارحمنا وانظر إلينا يا تواب تب علينا وارحمنا وانظر إلينا يا تب علينا وارحمنا وانظر إلينا يا تواب الله أكبر الله أكبر imagine we are asking يا تواب تب علينا والله the تواب accept our repentance وارحمنا and have mercy on us يا الله وانظر إلينا and give a special glance to us الله give a special وانظر إلينا وانظر إلينا يا تواب تراجي I always love to tell this story in the time of Nabi Musa عليه السلام there was an idol worshiper and an idol in Arabic is called Sanam so every day he goes on to his Sanam يا Sanam يا Sanam يا Sanam every day يا Sanam يا Sanam يا Sanam and one day his tongue slipped and he made the mistake and he said يا Samad and Allah said to this idol worshiper this Mushrik لَبَّيْكَ يَا عَبْدِي Here I am for you, my slave. And Nabi Musa, as you know, was Kalimullah. He could speak directly to Allah. Allah, what an honor. And Nabi Musa said, Ya Allah, how can you respond to this person? You know that he's an idol worshiper and you know, you are the all-knowing, that he has made a mistake. He didn't mean to call unto you. And Allah said to Nabi Musa, Ya Musa, is there anyone else that is a summit in myself? Allah. Now the point here is, the point is, if Allah responds to a mushrik that has made the mistake to call unto Allah, what about us as Muslims? Even how weak we are. If we say, Ya Allah, Ya Rahman, Ya Tawab. Allah responded to a mushrik that has made the mistake. He didn't call unto Allah. But Allah said to him, Labbayka Ya Abdi. Imagine we say, Ya Rahman, Ya Rahim, Ya Allah, Ya Hayyu, Ya Qiyum. You know, we've got the Qasim Hanif in Portland. He also took a money. En Buta Kasim sê, hy tegat vir een lang operatie, rom jare terug. En net voor in die operatiekamer gaan, toe sê dat een vrou, een nurse, muslim nurse, moest daar nie, moet nie vergeet om nou, waar het jy wacht, sê, ja, hayo, ja, qiyum, ja, hayo, ja, qiyum, ja, hayo, ja, qiyum. En hy sê dit, achter die operatie, die dokter, non-muslim dokter, hy vraag vir die nurse, wat is, ek het iets gehoor in die man, man, waar ek vir hom opereer, so to the heart of the hand Ya hayu ya qiyum Ya hayu ya qiyum Allah akbar And Buta Kasim after a klom jare He is 60% of his lungs weg But Alhamdulillah He is also took a money Allah akbar Ya hayu ya qiyum Allah akbar Jawaat muslimin We continue Last week we also asked everybody Just 50 times To say The words that are most beloved to Allah Listen again to it Rasulullah said, not, not Ibrahim Gabriels, Rasulullah says the four words that are most beloved to Allah is to say, Subhanallah, walhamdulillah, wa la ilaha illallah, wallahu akbar. Now if we hear that something is most beloved to Allah, then we must, must jump for it, we must be so eager to say it because it's most beloved to Allah. Because the meaning is actually, if you are going to say things that are most beloved to Allah, most probably, inshallah, you will get the love of Allah. You will get the love. Allah will love you. You will be dear to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So I hope that uh, everybody has carried out. 
And it's nothing wrong if you didn't carry out for this week. So this is me. I'm just reminding again that just 50 times per day. Subhanallah. If you can do more, Alhamdulillah. But minimum, go for minimum. Huh? So that we can do it every day. What's the use you want to say at 500 times or a thousand times and you just say it for two days and then you leave it alone. It's better to say it for 50 times every day and then you will keep on for a long time inshallah and that inshallah. is also loved by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we say um, uh, uh, 50 times every day inshallah. Subhanallah walhamdulillah wa la ilaha illallah wallahu akbar. Subhanallah walhamdulillah I am so convinced that so many of your, your honorable selves that are listening now to me, you are going to carry out. The point I want to make is I once one day sit in the Haram of Medina and sometimes the Iqama goes after the around 20 minutes, 25 minutes and people are just sitting. So one of uh, our fathers, I don't know from which country he is, but he stood up and he said, brothers, uh, while we are waiting, I want to advise you Say the words that are most beloved to Allah. So take your time and say, Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah. And I remember it up till today, Dr. Up till today. So, once again, the point I want to make is we must be in that situation that we advise a people, inshallah. If I tell my brother or my friend and I say something, I phone my sister, my cousin, don't forget to say 50 times or 100 times, Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, Akbar. Um, Sheikh, we need to break for the news at uh, 12, inshallah. We'll be back. Stay tuned to The Voice of the Cape on 91.3 FM. <laughs> Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome back to the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. Alhamdulillah. I uh, just received a message, a question, another question to answer and say shukran for the beautiful program, Sheikh. Yeah. And this lady said that she recited a hundred times after every walk. MashaAllah, that's good advice mm. uh, and it makes it uh, much easier. So if a person can be consistent with a Raji and you don't stand up uh, after every Salah unless you've done it a hundred times, Alhamdulillah, coming tonight you are... Uh, you're on top. Alhamdulillah, mashallah. Yes, once again, Sheikh, we are on a program negotiating pathways towards a successful marriage, alhamdulillah. We always say that marriage is to be uh, to be together forever. Mm. It takes trust, respect, mm. commitment, understanding, mm. friendship and faith mm. in a relationship to make it last forever. You know, sometimes marriage doesn't last, uh. you know, and you get, uh, they say, uh, all beautiful relationships mm. do not depend on how well we understand someone. Mm. But it depends on how well we manage the misunderstandings. Ah, mm-hmm. beautiful, no? Alhamdulillah. Beautiful. And beautiful. the worst distance here <coughs> between two people is misunderstanding. Subhanallah, mm. subhanallah. And that's so key, Buddha Raj, mm. because it's uh, sometimes the because of misunderstandings and yeah. people uh, separate from one another. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. But I like that one. No? It's not. Uh, um, it's more about how do we manage the misunderstanding. There we go, yeah, yeah. Huh? Mm-hmm. How do you manage? Because mm-hmm. um, Allah says, means yeah. Now you must give yourself time and, and say, okay, uh, I, will, I will look into the matter and inshallah let us discuss, discuss it again in two days and three days. Inshallah. Like for example, Puta Musa Bakhi, Mahallah from Janda Bakhan, Fadia Vadvik, the voice of a Cape Safadar, at his golden anniversary, so I asked him, Puta Musa, um, uh, what was your secret? 
So he said to me, Sheikh, my secret was when my wife made, uh, did something wrong or made a mistake, I wouldn't rectify her immediately. Mm-hmm. After three days, four days, I said, Khadija, can you know what you know? You must be careful. Because if you are in a hurry and you also want to rectify the Dan gaat Khadija sê, vir jou sê, Moussa, jy moet actually laas te praat, wie sê wat jy gedoen het? <laughs> now it's coming back to the hadith yeah, of yeah. Rasulullah, asam to hikmah, wa qalilun fa'ilun, to keep quiet is wisdom. But there's only a few people that do it. And, and that's the truth. There's only a few husbands and wives that can control and, and themselves and say, no, all right, I had my nose still bleed. I'm not going to say anything now. You understand? But the problem is, also sooner hastig, or we want to take revenge, or we want to score points. Yes, yes, In yes. marriage, it's not mm. about scoring points. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's your spouse. It's yeah. not about scoring points, and they know it's against her, or said it's against you. No, it's not. Yeah. It's what you have said, Dr. Raj, is how we manage. How we manage the misunderstandings, yes, yes, yes. inshallah. And also the worst distance between two foolish misunderstandings. Allah But anyway, may Allah grant good understanding. And this is what this program is all about. And just before we go to uh, that part of the program, I just want to say again, that uh, the, the challenge is that for, for us, uh, for all of us, to say every day 50 times, Subhanallah, walhamdulillah, wa la ilaha illallah, wallahu akbar. And just remember that the Nabi Muhammad said, Subhanallah, tamla'ul mizan. By saying Subhanallah, Subhanallah, every day of your life, it will fill your scale for the day of Qiyam. It will fill your scale. It will make your scale so heavy that you will be able to go to Jannah, Allahu Akbar. And just remember that our beloved Nabi Ali said, when our beloved Rasulullah met Nabi Ibrahim in the seventh sama, Nabi Ibrahim said, Ya Rasulullah, Give salam to your ummah from me. Allahu Akbar. So it also always for If you have to go some to, to the neighbor or to another aunt or another uncle, then your mama would say, Seva Buta Ahmad, Mama say by your salam. Seva anti Khairu, Mama say by your salam. And then Frajiv anti Khairu, of anti Khairini, Mama say Potakan or any Fritzni. But it's the salam. And then Nabi Ibrahim said to the Nabi Muhammad, and tell your ummah that. The, 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 the ground and the land of the Jannah is very, very fertile. And the, for, for them, the way to expand, for Allah, um, khurutra, khurutra to make the Jannah, say for Allah, um, say, Subhanallah, walhamdulillah, wa la ilaha illallah, wallahu akbar. So, what do we say? I don't know that from the advice. Oskan, Osmut must appreciate. Imagine this advice come from Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam, in the, from the seventh sama, Allahu Akbar. Subhanallah, walhamdulillah, wa la ilaha illallah wa akbar. So my Ustaz Khair, Sheikh Abdul Hamid Kish, rahmatullah, he said, for every subhanallah you say, Allah plant for you a tree in the Jannah. For every alhamdulillah you say, Allah plant another tree. For every la ilaha illallah, another tree. For every... <coughs> uh, for that, for that. For every Allahu Akbar, Allah plant another tree. And then, Sayyid Abdul Hamid kisses, according to the hadith of Rasulullah, the buma is so great in Jannah. If you travel for a hundred years, for example, on your horse, you won't be able to complete the shade of one 
three in the Jannah. Allahu Akbar. I was just thinking about how the great people always make use of opportunities to give advice and say to somebody else, you know, say to, to, to your ummah. For example, I, uh, I was once in, in Jidda, traveling from Medina to Jidda to go to Makkah and I was in Ihram. And I noticed one of my teachers, Ustaz Fathi, Rahmatullah Alayhi, is, is a on a great teacher, Allah Akbar. So I went to him and said, Assalamu alaikum ya Ustaz. I said, Wa alaikum salam, man anta, who are you? I, I didn't make recognize it because it was in Ihram. He did not turban khadraji. So uh, I said, uh, Ibrahim Jibreel in Janub Africa, Ibrahim Gabriel from South Africa. MashaAllah, Sheikh Ibrahim, MashaAllah. He said to me, Bhutaraji, uh, Sheikh Ibrahim, when you go home, uh, teach your, chil- your wife and your children this dua and tell Sheikh Irfan, Wallahi, tell Sheikh Irfan also the dua and he must teach it to his wife and his children. And the dua is, Allahumma kama amanna bi rasulika wa lam narahu. Ya Allah, as we have believed in your beloved Rasul and we haven't seen him, fala tamna'na min ru'yati yawm al-qiyama fi jannah. So oh Allah, don't prevent us not to see Rasulullah in the jannah. But, but look at, look at the spirit. That is the spirit of Nabi Ibrahim mm-hmm. That is the spirit of the Muslim Ummah. Sheikh Ibrahim, go home, tell your wife and teach it to your children. And tell Sheikh Arfan also. He must learn it and he must teach his wife and his children. Allahumma kama amanna bi rasulika wa lam narahu fala tamna'na min ru'yati yawm al-qiyamah. And I still remember the dua. Subhanallah. Mm-hmm. So, so that is the spirit. Jamaat uh, Muslimin, uh, we just want to add uh, to our dhikr for, for, for this week onwards until Allah takes us away from this world. Uh, you can add it immediately after the four words of Subhanallah, Walhamdulillah, Wala ilaha illallah wa akbar. You add, you say, Wala hawla, Wala quwwata illa billah al-aliyu al-azim. On that note, Sheikh, we need to go for a commercial break and stay tuned to the Voice of the Cape on 91.3 FM. <laughs> Welcome back in the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage Alhamdulillah Sheikh, I just received a message from my WhatsApp here uh, Salam Sheikh, you know you will never believe how this program lifts the spirit MashaAllah Shukran, let's hope people recite and understand in the true sense of the word let it not just be words rolling off the lips, inshallah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Allah, and let it not just be a five-minute worship, and we were on our way to Paul to greet Hujaz, and we're reciting all the athkar that she has recited, alhamdulillah. And also made dua for the oppressed, uh, Amin, inshallah. Alhamdulillah, that is yeah. the, the spirit, and that is the yeah. idea of this program, Taraji. And just before we're going on to negotiating pathways to a successful marriage, so uh, uh, we add to subhanallah, walhamdulillah, wa la ilaha illallah, Allah akbar, we add, وَلَا حَوْلَ وَلَا قُوَّةَ إِلَّا بِاللَّهِ الْعَلِيُّ الْعَظِيمِ My dear ones, our beloved Nabi Muhammad said in the hadith that to say لَا حَوْلَ وَلَا قُوَّةَ إِلَّا بِاللَّهِ الْعَلِيُّ الْعَظِيمِ is of the treasures من كُنُوزِ الْجَنَّةِ The treasures of the Jannah, Allah. When you go get into your Jannah, you will be just amazed and surprised how many treasures Allah has restored and uh, prepared for you in Jannah because of saying La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah and the Nabi Muhammad said in another hadith so, so then I inform you of what is written beneath the arsh of Allah and 
What is written there is La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah al-aliyul azim. Just before Sheikh uh, continue, because I just received another WhatsApp yeah. here. Assalamu alaikum. Nala Sheikh, please repeat the dua. I'm trying to write it down, inshallah. Mm, oh, inshallah. Is, is Later on, before we, we could, inshallah, inshallah we'll, we'll repeat it, inshallah. Amin, inshallah. And, and then, uh, um, lastly, there's a beautiful qissa that happened in the time of Rasulullah. The Nabi Muhammad said, uh, uh, a person came to, uh, uh, to Rasulullah, he said, Ya Rasulullah, everybody has returned. Only my son, me and my wife, we were waiting for him, but he didn't return. And he was, he was captured by the enemies. Um, and, and so the Nabi Muhammad said so to the mother and the father, go back home and just say continuously, La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah And they did. And amazingly, Butaraji, he was most fast with stow. Allah mm. because of the power of La Hawla. That's this, that, that, there's no might and power except for the might and power of Allah. Allah. Huh? And Allah and 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 um, and 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 to say with the kudra of Allah, with the power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So inshallah, that is our uh, new uh, added for, 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 for this week inshallah. And Amen. until Allah takes away from, from this world, to say continuously, also 50 times, La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah al azim My dear ones, uh, negotiating pathways to a successful marriage. We are so concerned, everybody's concerned that we, we as families, we need to stay together. Husband and wife with the children, we need to stay together. We must make sure that you have a happy marriage. We have a successful marriage. You have like one of our, our great teachers uh, wrote, a, wrote, wrote a book. Al-Jannatu fi buyutina, paradise in our homes. Allah Akbar. In other words, we, our greatest wish and desire is to go to Jannah. But we can establish our paradise so long while we are here in our homes to make it a happy home a successful home a happy marriage and a successful marriage where mother and father and children are all happy and they are connected to allah and they respect one another and they love one another allah akbar my dear ones i, I just want to remind that our dear sister uh, ustada yasmin mujahid from the united states of america who i personally admire greatly and uh, appreciate greatly and i love her as my sister i love her because i because of being such a great leader mm -hmm. a female leader and i always said um, over the 30 years that we the ummah we need strong and strong female leaders for our community and she's one of them alhamdulillah so yesterday she delivered two lectures in in the conference center uh, uh, convention center in cape town and the, the morning my wife attended was about love <coughs> And my wife told me that one of the things that uh, Sister Mujai, uh, 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 Yasmin Mujahid said that um, wh why isn't it, it, it was only for ladies, wh why can't we make a, a, you know, a, 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 a big thing out of our husbands? And so those are Afrikaans say, who can go, come can also up if mark van us mans ni, Allah, van us husbands ni. And the reason why that is so important, and that is, uh, this is the lecture of Sister Yasmin Mujahid. The reason why that topic is so important because, first of all, we know that Shaitan is trying every day to break up marriages. Don't ever forget that. That is crucial to know. And that, is, that comes from Rasulullah That the Shaitan, the, the biggest and the greatest achievement for any Shaitan is not to cause somebody to drink wine 
or to steal, that is all haram, or to use drugs. His biggest achievement is to break up a family. That is according to the hadith of the Nabi Muhammad So the reason why uh, this point is so important, is because the shaitans, men, uh, uh, men and women, and jinn, human, humankind and jinnkind, the shaitans have succeeded to indoctrinate our mothers and sisters and daughters that no, we are equals. You know, uh, I can't, I can't do anything for you, and uh, everybody did for you, you know, uh, because us as equals, they have succeeded in that. And that is the cause in the world today that there are so many broken up marriages, broken up marriages. It is the nature of human beings that our beloved mothers and our beloved wives, they were the ones that mostly make our food. The Nabi Muhammad Ali said to his wives made food for him. The wives of the Rasulullah said, no, uh, I'm equal to you. Or, uh, no, uh, you. You can make your own food and you can make five times food or three times food. For the husband to yap now and then, Allah Akbar. You know, I, Taraji, I say, advance ikan kosha market. Because uh, for my fro, in kini vik still to sit and iman anis market kos as a good pleasure for So advance. So darum sometimes ana ik inak siya ikan market sa hunu malera iya patul si mahali kuts mix. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what I can do. I can do it. I can do it. And I'm doing it with pleasure. Some. The point I want to make is uh, Sayyidina uh, Fatima, the daughter of Rasulullah, so came to him وسلم, and said, Ya, uh, ya, ya Rasulullah, and my beloved father, my Hannah is by his seer. Funny, funny, the dich that I could make for the brood, and he was good and it was. Can I not a yapper cranny? So the Nabi Muhammad didn't call Sina Ali, his beloved uh, son, Sina Ali, uh, Ridwanullah Ali. Ya Ali, you and my, my daughter, you are equal, na? And, and she doesn't need to work like the Nabi Muhammad didn't say anything. Yes. The next morning after Fajr, the Nabi Muhammad went to the house. And the Nabi Muhammad And Nabi Muhammad excitingly said Fatima, said Fatima, my daughter, I've got a, I've got something better for you. I've got something better for you. Every night before you go to sleep, you say thirty-three times subhanallah and thirty-three times alhamdulillah and thirty-four times Allahu Akbar. Akbar then you will see that Allah will make your work easy. Mm-hmm. The Nabi Muhammad didn't say, uh, Ali, no, no, this mm-hmm. is not enough. My daughter, this is my daughter. Say, Sayyidina Fatima, say, when he is the first of gender to gaan, she can't even so hard to work. So, 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 it, it's not, it's not about, you know, it's, my, my Buddha had one time said, up on the barang ochen, my mama was so busy with all the five scenes, to say my Buddha, but, but, uh, mama, this is what mothers is for. <laughs> Allah, we're going to make Allah, we're going to make Allah, we're So, so, with uh, Raji, Yes, um, yes, sister, yes, me and Mujahid make this point yesterday. Who come can owns ni a opif mark van osa mans ni? What is wrong? Who come can mans ni opif mark van fruits ni? You know, so we were, we are so much indoctrinated by the Western world and the films that no, Jemuni so by Jemuni, they do feel money and they come as you have done. Imagine us go a isto and darling, can't you make a pity? Uh, 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 mark say you a pity and ek mark me a pity. How do you expect happiness? How do you expect happiness? No. Happiness is to do something out of love. You know, Allahu Akbar. So, Abdul Raji, uh, 
Today, as you as as my friend, I go to the gym. Yeah, to have a nice workout. Yeah, alhamdulillah. So, Daraji, uh, out of honor and respect and happiness for Al Khujats, we we want to uh, uh, the rest of the program. We want to dedicate Amen. to our honorable Khujats because of the greatness of this journey. Amen. And at the same time, we want to say to all couples that have not been for Hajj yet. And especially those couples that have a bit of problems that make you near, inshallah, that soon you are also going for Hajj. Whether it's in three, year, three years' time, five years' time, ten years' time, even seventeen years' time. The reason why I say seventeen times, uh, seventeen years' time, Daraji, we had a couple in Mitchell's Plain five years ago. And myself and my wife went to visit them in Lentagia. And then the lady said to, to my wife, Auntie Aisha, Ik en my man het 17 jaar gelede gedesaid, ons gaat nie meer elke man alles aan geel gebruik nie. Ons gaat een poosen wegsit vir Hatsch. Uh, 17 uh, years ago. Yeah, so they saved for 17 years. So we are saying to the couples, this is part of negotiating pathways to a successful to marriage. marriage. You go with your wife. You go with your husband on this great journey. I always advise people to go with their spouses. You know, by months, all the things are so comfortable, but all the other things, then realize, all come back to my friend, I was, I was still a student in Medina to say, "Buta Umar for me, Sheikh, say me for Maryam, I must have fallen by you." So you don't realize, but it's for true. this journey, you need to be together. You talk yeah. together, mm. you stand on Arafat together, Allah you make Allah. dua together, you mm. make dua for your children. Huh? You make dua that Allah must grant me, Ya Allah, as me and my spouse are together. On Hajj and on Arafah, grant us to be together in Jannah. All your du'as are accepted. So today we want to dedicate this program because our first Khujaj will be leaving today, today inshallah. inshallah. So, uh, Honorable Khujaj, Allah says in the Holy Quran, Al Hajju Ashurum Ma'lumat. The Hajj is well known months. So, well, Dhul Qa'da and Dhul Hijjah. Faman Farada Fiin Al Hajjah. So, whosoever undertakes this journey whilst he is in the Haram, Fala Rafatha. So no idle talk, no ugly talk, no unnecessary talk, no backbiting while you're on Hajj. And especially in the Haram, you know, I appreciate always, my dear listeners, there was one uh, particular sheikh in the Haram of Makkah. He said, if a person can't control your tongue in Makkah, where else are you going to control your tongue? Mm. If you can't stop talking uh, and, and bad about other Muslims while you are in Makkah, where else are you going to do it? Subhanallah. And then Allah says, Wala fusuka, and no wrongdoings, no disobedience in ihram. So the question is, is it then allowed outside ihram? No, 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 that's not understanding. It is just to indicate that it is worse to disobey Allah in ihram. Imagine you are in ihram, you've given yourself completely over to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Huh? And you are doing... Uh, uh, you, you disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and at this point with Raji I also want to say to the Khujaj please uh, don't smoke in ihram at least don't smoke in ihram you're not allowed to put on perfume while in ihram how can you how can you smoke in ihram yes. I just want to remind the Khujaj also that the majority of the ulama they say that smoking is haram and the little percentage of the ulama that don't say it's haram they say it is makru no, no, are you allowed to do something that is makru? There's nobody mm-hmm. in the world that, no one of the ulama say that smoking is halal. Huh? So it's not halal. So 
the, the 1% or less than 1% of the ulama that say, no, it's not haram, it's makru. It's lilak. Mm-hmm. No, uh, so at least, so and, and I, I, I would love to, to say also to our honorable uh, community of Cape Town, that alhamdulillah uh, of the best time is not going to happen now from tonight onwards that we're going to visit the Khujads. It's such a beautiful time. But at the same time, I want to say to the people that are going to visit the Khujads, um, for example, we can tell your brother, you know your brother, your cousin or your friend are smoking, say for me, bro, um, at least, the best is because us means what to do, maar because of honor for the hajj van die moment al gegeld bly het ek ken mense tot hulle terugkom hulle het nooit gegaat sê as hulle teruggekom het hulle maar weer geroek ons verlang dat hulle my heeltemal ophou but at least but what about when you are in ihram so uh, i'm saying these are the things that we need to discuss when we go to the hujjats mm. beautiful we can Keep we can advice, advise yeah. them we mm. can advise them yeah, inshallah and, and so I'm, I'm saying this is the type of talk that we need to have when we go to the hujjats uh, and also many unsavory and distasteful statements mark me. For example, and this is happening with the Raji, also the dimensions there, the Khujajis is there, then say the end of the Anina, okay, the, the, the friend of us, he is a Jamarat, he is a Jamarat, he is a I mean, this man is an honorable Khujaj. This is not a place to make jokes. Uh-uh. And such low and distasteful jokes, as the people say, Jamarat, he is a Jamarat, no, please, brothers and sisters, I'm asking, I'm begging of you, please don't make these distasteful and unsavory jokes. Mm. And, and I think while we're speaking about m- making jokes, uh, uh, I, I, at the same time, I want to say to the Muslims of, uh, you know, in, in the time that we live in now currently, because of what is happening in Masjid Aqsa, more so, we don't, and this time we don't need to make jokes. And the reason why I'm saying that is, Mutaraji, it was asked to Salahuddin al-Ayyubi that ultimately liberated Masjid Aqsa. It was said to him, uh, yeah, Salahuddin, why don't you ever smile? You never smile. He said, how can I smile? And Masjid Aqsa is mm. in the dirty hands of the Crusades. So the same we can say for us today, how can we smile? And Masjid Aqsa is under siege, mm. it's under the dirty hands of the Zionists. We know, we know what they are doing. So, so, so that gives us more reason not to make jokes. But uh, coming back to the point of the, the Hujads, let us not Let us for the to encourage, to uh, tell your experience, or tell them a hadith of the Nabi Muhammad wasallam. And so, um, we also want to say to, uh, to, to the Hujads and to everybody else, that this is not the time for uh, excessive laughter. No, no, we need to concentrate, because the Nabi Muhammad says, Those who are not concerned about the affairs of the Muslimin, then you're not part of them. So out of your concern for Masjid Aqsa, you stay away from jokes now and of excessive laughter. Take the spirit of Salah al Yubi. He didn't want to laugh, he didn't want to smile, because out of his concern for Masjid Aqsa and what is what happened in Masjid Aqsa. So yes, Honorable Khujaj, be focused, don't disobey Allah on this great journey. Allah wants you to achieve the main goal of this life. In other words, to get very close to Allah, to become dear to Allah. And for that reason, Allah has instituted that this holy state of ihram, when you're in ihram, you need to give your undivided attention to Allah. 
In ihram, you're not even allowed to cut your nails, honorable khujaj and honorable muslimin. You're not allowed to brush your hair. You're not allowed to be loving to your spouse. Yes, at any other time, you are required to give lots of love to your spouse, to your wife or to your husband. Huh? Like our beloved Nabi Muhammad it's reported by Sayyidina Aisha that the Nabi Muhammad was very loving. When Rasulullah came into the house of Sayyidina Aisha, the Nabi Muhammad will give her all the attention and a lot of love and beautiful words. Allahu Akbar. So uh, as husbands, we must take note of that. And, and, uh, and, and I've also noticed with Raji that um, I, uh, I get some reports as a community leader that some husbands they complain they say they as a level too loving with mutala frowns as prad no ni fan and the queen as prad no fan any time says rasulullah we said then first what the frowns fella ah ah munif come my come fasoni now i just we want to start to say tell to the wives it's it's, it's uh, mm. even if the husband didn't do it for for me for a long time and he has changed or he has heard a lecture and he want to implement uh how rasulullah was muni won't first with me you know and 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 it's valid the frowns sometimes first with and and sometimes because i'm fine right first with then as the steward that miskin you know and and i just want to remind our sisters of the hadith of rasulullah the nabi muhammad says tazawajul waludul wadud throw a throw that by you leave us some kindness in the world to bring and throw a throw that by you believe this throw a throw that loving us a throw that by you believe this with a man these are the words of the Nabi Muhammad and coming back to what sister Yasmin said it's mm -hmm. nothing wrong to be loving with your husband and give him a beautiful smile and hold him and hug him and as I used to come for Nancy my darling it's exceedingly like a mess that I feel so like a warm mm. nothing wrong with it with the Raja يسعدونا في كل درب فيبتاهي جسان الطافي عليها Welcome again the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. Alhamdulillah. Shaykh, just a question here coming through. The wording, is it ma bi qalbi or ma fi qalbi? Ma fi qalbi, no? Ma fi qalbi, ghayrullah. Ghayrullah, inshallah. Honorable Khujaj, I'm coming back to the point that in ihram you're not allowed these things because you need to give all your attention to Allah. You need to give your heart to Allah. You give your mind to Allah, your body, your fingers. You're not allowed to cut your nails, busy with the fingers. But that's those fingers you need to keep, keep busy, use to make dhikrullah. And then Allah says, وَلَا جِدَالَ فِي الْحَجِّ And when you are on hajj and when you're in ihram, no arguments. No arguments. There's a lot of different views uh, on, on, on hajj. Uh, when you go through, through Jamarat and when you do this, and people have got different views and different ways they've learned. So don't tell people and argue with people. No, but the way you learned it was wrong. No, no, uh, no arguments. La jidala fil hajj. Wa ma tafalu min khairin Allah. And whatever you do of good, Allah knows about it. So do it only for the sake of Allah. Don't do it to impress people. Mama, these are important lessons of Hajj. Oh, not only on Hajj, Majur, you know that. After Hajj also, whatever you do of good, do it, do it sincerely and purely for Allah. Allah knows about it. And then Allah says, make provision for the Hajj. You must be financially able to go for Hajj. But just remember, the most important provision for Hajj, honorable Hujjads, is Taqwa. 
Allah consciousness, obedience to Allah. My dear ones, you can only succeed on Hajj if you have the provision of Taqwa. So likewise, you can only succeed in your other journey. The Hujjads are traveling to the house of Allah. The other journey that I'm talking about is our journey to Allah. The Hujjads know exactly when the ticket, tickets have been booked and they've got a return ticket. The journey that I'm speaking now of is the journey to Allah. We don't know. Our tickets have already been booked and there's no return and we don't know. So we also need to prepare ourselves with taqwa for that journey. Because that journey also, you can only succeed with taqwa. And Jamaat Muslimin, amazingly, when I am invited to some of the Hujjads to do the unpakari, then, then I, I, I speak the, the same, that the unpakari here, packing in the, the suitcases for the travel to the journey of Allah, Likewise, we need to pack in our suitcases for the final journey of Allah. So I just want to make clear because I hear some people say this is a bid'ah. Uh, it's a bid'ah. Everything is now a bid'ah. No, it is a beautiful custom of the people of Cape Town. There are many reasons, there are a lot of wisdom why our forefathers did it. For example, um, we know that how important is it that families must forgive one another before they leave for, for Makkah. And, and I've just experienced, experienced beautiful things in Pakari. They can say for the ma of the pa, mama, I pray for mama, good to maaf. In the case that I've forgotten that mommy or daddy, pray for maaf. Own brothers and sisters that were not so close. On that night of the Pakari, they become close and they forgive one another. Allah Akbar. And we can remind one another of how the important is it to pack in your case for the Akhirah. Allah Akbar. So it's not a, it's not a bid'ah. It's a beautiful custom. Now, now the other day I heard one of our scholars said that not one of the prophets of Allah ever came to their people to make away with the beautiful customs. That is not what the Islam is all about. Allah Akbar. So Honorable Khujaj, a, a quick summary of taqwa of what we need. This program is dedicated to our Honorable Khujaj. You are the guests of Allah. A quick summary of taqwa is people that firmly believe in the unseen. يُؤْمِنُونَ بِالْغَيْبِ وَيُقِيمُونَ الصَّلَاةِ And they establish the salah. Honorable Khujaj, I know that currently that you make your salah. But please don't come back from after Hajj and Allah has forgiven all your sins. And you are again, again going to be neglectful with the salah. The, the idea of Hajj is that Allah wants you to change your whole life. So your niyyah must be, your intention must be that I'm going for Hajj, that I want to be a complete different person. About three years ago, I heard another Maulana from Durban or Johannesburg on radio. He said that if the Hujjahs come back and the family will watch you, and after two weeks, three weeks, if they notice that you are still the same person and you haven't changed, they will say among themselves, Oh, he's still the same person. No, that is not the idea. Allah has honored you. Allah has forgiven all your sins. And Allah wants you to com change, complete your life. Now Allah has guaranteed you Jannah. You just need to be, to stay in the obedience of Allah. You just need to stay away from all major haram. Huh? Guaranteed to the Jannah. وَالْحَجُّ الْمَبْرُورِ لَيْسَ لَهُ جَزَاءَ إِلَّا الْجَنَّةِ A Hajj that was done beautifully. And with goodness, there's no other reward, says Rasulullah, but the Jannah. So on the Bukhujads, the Salah. One of, the, one of the attributes of taqwa is people that establish the salah. And then Jamaatul Muslimin, and then Allah says uh, about the people of, uh, of, of, uh, of taqwa, they are people that love to give. Even 
in prosperity or adversity with in other words whether they have a lot of money or not so a lot of money they still give because it's the nature well mean al-ghidha and this one is a big one and there are people that control their anger hujats this is very important that we we control anger in makkah there are a lot of people there are millions of people and somebody can disturb you or anger you but you need to control your anger and not only in makkah and medina but when you come back until Allah takes you away from this world, you keep on that line that you control your anger. And this is not only for the Khujaj, this is for all of us. We need to control anger. Allah just love these type of people. And the people of Taqwa, and this is part of your preparations, they love to forgive. And before you leave the shores of Cape Town, you make sure that you have forgiven everybody. They, you mustn't leave Cape Town and go for Hajj and there's still a sister or a cousin or a niece or an uncle or a neighbor that you don't want to talk to, you don't want to see. No, you pick up the phone now and say to that person, I'm leaving for Hajj and whatever happened between the two of us, first of all, I ask you, Marv, and from my side, I have forgiven you. Allahu Akbar. And then Allah says, Wallahu yuhibbul muhsineen. And Allah just love these type of people. Allahu Akbar. And then Allah says, Walladheena idha fa'alu. Listen to this one. Who are authors of people of taqwa? Those people who have, have made major sins. Uh, in, in fact, fakhisha means they, have, they were involved in immoral sex. Zina. Huh? Allah says, And But then they remembered Allah. And they say, Ya Allah, I've done all this wrong in front of Allah. Astaghfirullah. And they ask Allah forgiveness. And then Allah asks, no, who else can forgive you than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? But this is the important part of the people of taqwa. Honorable Khujats and honorable Muslimin, listen to this one. Allah says, وَلَمْ يُسِرُّوا عَلَى مَا فَعَلُوا And they won't continue with that haram. Do you go for hajj? Allah forgiven all your sins. The sign of taqwa, the sign of acceptance. Ze gaat die weer haram doen nie. Ze gaat nie weer nalatig is met salani. Ze gaat die weer zina nie. Ze gaat die weer dobbel, dobbel en daarby Grandwest Casino nie. Ze gaat die weer liens vertel nie. No, you have stopped. You are a changed person. You have accepted the great honor that Allah has given you to be the honored guest of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Anubu Khujahad, part of preparations and the qualities of taqwa, kanu qalila min al-layli ma yahjawin. The people of taqwa, Allah says, Allah slaap nie, bayye nie nakh nie. So you, while you are, you're going to be four weeks, five weeks before Arafah. Make use of the time. You go to the Haram of Makkah. You don't sleep much at night. You make Salatul Tahajjud in the Haram of Makkah. Allahu Akbar. Just imagine one Salatul Tahajjud in the Haram of Makkah equals a hundred thousand Salatul Tahajjud. Allahu Akbar. يستغفرون, and the people of Taqwa says Allah, for the date of Fajr, the date that was normally sower, yastaghfirun, ask Allah forgiveness, astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah. So Honorable Khujaj, make sure that you are up in the middle of the night, in half an hour, 40 minutes, 20 minutes before Fajr, in the Haram of Makkah, astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah. These are the qualities of the people of Taqwa. Honorable Khujaj, maybe in conclusion, the Nabi Muhammad says, Al-Hujjaj wal-Ummar wafdullah. The means of Hajj and Umrah, they are the honored guests of Allah. Mm. And you are so much honored. Whenever you make dua, Allah will accept all your duas. All your duas. So please make use of this great weapon that every dua you make, Allah will accept. Allahu Akbar. And and then, Anub Hujjaj, if Allah, if you are the honored guest of Allah, who who is the host? 
Allah is the host. And there's no greater host than Allah. There's no greater and more generous host than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, uh, imagine Allah, because you are the guest of Allah, Allah guarantees you when you stand on Arafah, the day of Arafah, you stand on Arafat, Allah has forgiven all your sins. And Allah gives you a guarantee to the Jannah, Allahu Akbar. The very first place that Allah has placed in this world to worship Allah is in Bakkah, in Makkatul Mukarramah. You are going to be there. So Allah Bukhujaj, we make dua Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala all our Khujaj from South Africa, a Hajjan Mabaruran, and a Sa'yan Mashkuran, and a Ramban Mahfuran. And we know that you are going to make dua for all of us and all the Muslimin. And I, we know that you're going to make special dua for Masjid Aqsa and the people of Palestine, inshallah. Amin, inshallah. Uh, just want to know, Sheikh, is it Ar-Rahman or Ya Rahman? Ya Rahman, Ya Rahman, Ya Rahman. Okay, inshallah. And then, Bataraji, uh, also we, uh, we're going to make dua for uh, 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 Brother Iqbal Harabi. Yes. Uh, who uh, you informed me that uh, mm-hmm. passed on the, you know while he was speaking to his mother? Yeah, just thinking, Sheikh, that his mother gave birth to him, and his last words, last was, words with his mother. With his mother, Allah, and a beautiful is, ending. Oh, Alhamdulillah, may Allah grant him. And we're also going to make dua for a special friend of mine. Uh, Muhammad Samsuddin is also his birthday today. Allah must grant him long life and may Allah grant him all his wishes and desires in this world and in the Akhirah, inshallah. And also make dua on uh, the brother of the Yusuf Umar, uh, the Yusuf Khabir. Yeah. Uh, I think the Umar Khabir's brother, yeah. Yusuf Khabir, will also very sick, inshallah. Okay, we will make special dua for you, inshallah. And uh, once again, we make dua for the Khujats. Uh, our first Khujats are leaving today. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala must grant him a beautiful Amen, journey and a safe journey. And safely back to, to us, inshallah. Amen, inshallah. Amen, ya Rabbil Alameen. And last but not least, you have a sheikh who has a word the word is omelet. Omelet, yeah. There you go. That's what I'm doing for you. Omelet, And uh, just before we're going to make the dua, uh, uh, one of our listeners has asked for that dua that Ustaz Fatri has, uh, has, has, has given us. So, I'm going to make the dua that Ustaz Fatri has given us. Yes, inshallah. Allahumma, Allahumma kama amanna, kama amanna bi rasulika. Oh Allah, as we have believed in your Rasulullah, walam narahu, walam narahu, and we haven't seen Rasulullah. We believe in him, but we didn't see him. Fala tamna'na, fala tamna'na. Do not prevent us min ru'yatihi, of, of, of seeing him, Rasulullah, min ru'yati yawm al-qiyamah. Allahumma kama amanna bi rasulika, walam narahu, fala tamna'na. من رؤيتي يوم القيامة إن شاء الله فوقا بخدش الدياسة إن شاء الله اللهم اغفر له وارحمه وأسكنه في الجنة وتجاوز عن سيئاته واخشره يا الله مع النبيين والصديقين والشهداء والصالحين اللهم اجعل محمد سمس الدين من إبادك الصالحين واجعله يا الله من إبادك المتقين وارزقه يا الله حياة طيبة صالحة إنك سميع الدعاء اللهم اكتب الصحة والسلامة والعافية لنا ولعبيدك الحجاز والزوار والمسافرين والمقيمين في بر وبحرك وجوك من أمة سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم اجعل حج محج مبرورا وسعيا مشكورا وذنبا مخفورا وعملا صالحا مقبولا برحمةك يا أرحم الراحمين إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وصحبه وبارك وسلم سبحان رب 
ربك رب العزة عما يصفون سلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين And that brings us to the end of our program negotiating pathways towards a successful marriage from myself Raji Davazi, Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels and our technician Fawdi Fund Lali Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh